please remember that nothing we say here should be taken as personal advice. This conversation is for education purposes only. If you have questions about your financial situation, please talk to a licensed financial advisor. We are not tax professionals either, and none of the information presented here should be taken as tax advice. Welcome to the next episode of the LGBT Angle. I'm your host and financial planner, Robert Castillo with Gerber Kawasaki Wealth and Investment Management. Americans have always been terrible at saving, but we're even worse at retirement planning. In fact, in 2019, almost half of households headed by someone 55 or older had no retirement savings at all. And the half that did have a retirement plan only had an average balance of about $200,000. For the LGBT community, the numbers are even more discouraging. For starters, there are more of us living in poverty. According to the Williams Institute, 22% of LGBT adults live in poverty compared to 16% of non-LGBT adults. And the numbers are even greater among the transgender community, especially folks who are BIPOC, Black, Indigenous, and people of color. About one-third of trans people live in poverty, and if we take a look at Black and Latinx trans people, it's almost half of them. For LGBT households who aren't living in poverty, well, a study done by TD Ameritrade showed that we earn a lower average income than straight households, 66,000 versus 80,000. So it's no surprise that only 27% of the LGBT community use an employer-sponsored retirement plan. Now, as I said earlier, the greater U.S. population barely saves for the future. I mean, only 32% of us are even using our work retirement plans, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. But the truth is that most LGBT retirees will have a greater need for savings because, statistically, we are more likely to be disconnected from family and less likely to have support from children or grandchildren. For example, where I live in California, 40% of LGBT seniors 65 and older live alone. That's a huge number, and it shows why it's so important for the LGBT community to learn about and use retirement accounts. That's actually why I started the GK LGBT group at Gerber Kawasaki, to serve as a resource for the community when it comes to financial planning and preparing for the future. Since most people don't use an employer retirement plan, today I want to talk about how to save for retirement on your own through a traditional or Roth IRA. Let's start with the similarities because I feel like that'll be easiest for most listeners to process first. Both the traditional and Roth IRAs have a maximum annual contribution of $6,000 if you're under 50 and $7,000 if you're 50 and over. The deadline to contribute for 2021 is April 18th, 2022, or the tax filing deadline. Both IRAs have what's called tax-deferred growth. This just means that you don't have to pay capital gains taxes whenever you sell an investment for a gain or whenever you receive any income from your investments, like dividends or interest. This is a huge benefit because it allows your money to grow much faster over time. But you can't enjoy this benefit immediately because both IRAs require you to wait until age 59 and a half to take withdrawals. Otherwise, there's a 10% penalty. Now, you can have as many Roths or traditional IRAs as you want, but the maximum you can contribute is six or 7,000 to one or the other, or a combination of both, if you qualify, which leads me to the differences between the two accounts. Everyone is eligible to contribute to a traditional IRA, but that isn't the case for Roth IRAs. In order to contribute the maximum to a Roth IRA for 2021, you must have earned less than 125,000 as an individual or 198000 as a married couple filing joint. For 2022, these numbers have increased to 129000 for individuals and 204000 for married couples. Now, why are these income restrictions in place, you ask? Well, the Roth IRA was never intended for the ultra-wealthy. It was created in the 90s to motivate the middle class to save for retirement. The motivation is tax-free retirement income. 
The Roth is the only retirement account created by the government that allows for tax-free withdrawals after age 59 and a half. The traditional IRA, on the other hand, will tax you on every dollar you take out. Now, let's talk a little bit more about the tax differences between the two. In most cases, contributions to a traditional IRA are tax-deductible, which means the money you put into it reduces your taxable income for the year, so you get an immediate benefit for using it. They're usually more beneficial for higher earners looking for a tax break. Roth IRAs are different in that contributions are not deductible from your income, so you don't save any taxes because the money that goes in has already been taxed. Now, while there's no immediate tax benefit today with the Roth, you'll get to enjoy all the gains tax-free later on, assuming you're 59 and a half and the account has been open for at least five years. Since the government can never tax you on your withdrawals from a Roth IRA, they won't require you to take any money out, which means you can leave it invested for as long as you'd like. This isn't the case for traditional IRAs. With traditional IRAs, the government will require you to take money out starting at age 72. Why? Well, because they want to tax you. These withdrawals are known as the Required Minimum Distributions, or RMDs. So whether you need it or not, you'll be forced to liquidate your traditional IRA. Earlier, we talked about an immediate benefit from deductible contributions to an IRA. Well, this is the opposite end of that benefit, where you'll have to pay income taxes on all the growth of your IRA. So one of the questions to ask yourself as you decide which account is best for you is, will I be in a higher tax bracket after I retire than before I retire? This is definitely something to talk about with your tax accountant and financial planner. But deciding on the right type of IRA depends on your income and whether you think it will be higher in the future or lower. If you think your income will be lower, then maybe a traditional IRA makes more sense. If you think your income will be higher, then it may make more sense to use a Roth IRA today. And if you think your tax bracket will be higher after retirement, but you know you don't qualify for a Roth IRA based on your income, then be sure to join me next time as I discuss the backdoor Roth IRA. Once again, this is Robert Castillo with the LGBT Angle. Please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions at robert at Thank you and see you next time.